Mario's Sunday Roast. And uh, just last week, we re-inaugurated our panel. Um, we were allowed to have more than um, one guest in studio, so my panel can come back. We have two guests in studio. I'm delighted, so we're delighted to be to be joined by financial advisor and uh, TV presenter Owen McGee. Hi, Owen. Hi, Mario. And Aileen Hickey, uh, CEO of Parentline. Uh, how are you, Aileen? Hi, Mario. Good. How are you? I'm great. Pull that mic a little bit closer to you there. Okay. Um, Aileen, here's what you're throwing into Mario's Sunday Roast. I must have good and legal proof that you have confessed to witchcraft, Proctor. You are the high court. Your word is good enough. <laughs> Tell them Proctor broke to his knees and wept like a woman. My, my name I cannot sign. Why? Do you mean to deny this confession when you are free? I mean to deny nothing. Then explain to me why you will because not... Because it is my name! That is Daniel Day-Lewis in, of course, uh, The Crucible. Aileen, so what are you throwing in? I'm throwing in the kind of the, the whole current extra pandemic of witch hunting. Uh, and uh, I, I just, I have to say, I, I think we're kind of surviving at the moment on a, a, on a feast of negativity and trying to shame everybody. We're, we're constantly in a state of mass hysteria and moral panic about everyone. So it's, it's, it's all about you know, demonising uh, particularly as many easy targets as you possibly can. Now, my, my particular thing would be the students. I mean, I have to say, I, I think it's about time people stood up for the young people. I mean, they, they're, they're, they've just been demonised across the board. You know, I mean, what, what they said about the students who, you know, who, who, by the way, had legally drank in pubs in Galway and then legally went on the streets. Yeah, I mean, you could say maybe they drank too much, maybe the group was too large um, down the Spanish Arch. But at the same time, you know, they, they, what they got for it was just, I mean, there was there was a protest on Grafton Street yesterday where people wore no masks and, you know, so you could say that they threatened, um, you know, people who were both working in shops on Grafton Street and people who were walking up and down Grafton Street. Now, no one threatened to turn the water cannons on them and hose them down. Neither did they threaten to, you know, to hose down everyone down in golf, at, at Golfgate down in, in Clifton. But, you know, they wanted to hose down the students. And actually, and even worse than that, there was an incident during the week um, in UCC where uh, there was 11 students um, who um, were suspended uh, from a house party that, that uh, had taken place in one of those roads near UCC. Um, the guards went into the house. Now, it doesn't look like they had enough reason to go into the house. The guards said they were invited into the house. The students didn't didn't actually invite them in. They didn't know if they were entitled to be on the premises or not. And uh, they were body searched by the guards. Uh, the, I think the guards have since said that there was a suspicion that there might have been drug use, even though they had actually, I, I, think, I don't think there was any basis for it. There was no drugs found. Um, and they had their student IDs taken off them um, and they were suspended um, uh, by UCC because apparently there's some sort of a connection thing between UCC and the Gardaí, which I have no idea why they would even have anything like that. But, you know, these that, that will go on those students' records. So, you know, I mean, I, ju I just think, you know, it literally, I mean, you know, in the old days, you know, the whole witch hunting was literally, you know, you know, literally, you know, scaremongering and witch hunting and all this. But now it's like, you know, we're, we're trying to put as many heads as we can yeah. on the on the gates of the doll. I mean, Seamus Wolf. Now, I'm not going to stand up for Seamus Wolf in a massive way. I mean, I think he's a bit of an idiot, if to, 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 for want of a better word. I think he's an absolute whinger, um, judging by the interview that, uh, the transcript of the interview to Sue Denham. Um, but, 
at the same time, there is a matter of proportionality you know, and, and making the punishment fit the crime. So I do think maybe Susan Denham's judgment was right and that it would have been unjust and disproportionate um, to strip him of his Supreme Court. Yeah. Patrick was making judge. the point outside that um, we've been very quick to judge people. Yeah. Um, so, for example, Dara Kaleri had to go immediately. Yeah. Barry Cowan had to go immediately. Yeah. There's Dr. Martin Feely had to step down. Yeah. Michael Cawley, chairman of Falcha, yeah. who I did a little bit of asking around about and apparently is extremely highly regarded in his field, had to go. Yeah. Right? Now, we Even know, Phil Hogan. Phil Hogan had to go straight away. Yeah. Um, but in the case of uh, Wolf, actually, what happened was that people stepped, well, through the process that we had, people stepped back for a while, mm. gave it a bit of time, waited, mm. and did some, in quotes, judicious thinking and decided, you know what? Maybe it's not that bad that he has to step down. Yeah. You know. You know and again, because, uh, I mean, I think that there's a question over, uh, I mean, I think Leo Varadkar had come out at the time and saying that there was supposed to be no more than six at, at an indoor gathering, which was entirely wrong. You know, I, I think it was 50 at the time was, yeah. was, was, was the level that it was at. Um, but, um, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I think it, it, it's... We just we just moved to action far too quickly. Yeah. It's the easy target. Oh, oh, no. I, I wrote down one sentence here, Owen. We are all in this together. Yeah. And what Aileen is kind of saying is, we're not really. I know, like that, we, that, we, that there's some people going, we're in this, but you're letting the side down. Yeah, and I do think that the, I, you know what it is. I think that people are really hurting, and they're really like whether they've lost lives or they've lost family members, or they can't go to a funeral or can't go to a wedding, or they they were allowed to have fifty at their wedding this week, and next week they're only allowed to have twenty five, and that's really. And then they see stuff like this happening, and they're saying, "Oh no, that's just completely wrong," and different rules for them than there is for me, I do think, I actually thought Ronan Glynn, and I thought it would get a lot more coverage, but Ronan Glynn gave um, a really good, made a really good point about the students. And what he said was, you know what, I wish all the good things they were doing were being highlighted as much as these things like Spanish Arch or whatever else, because there's a whole pile of good going on here, and then it's just focused in on this one thing. And I think that kind of summarises where we're at. There is a, look, bad news does an awful lot more traction on Twitter and on Insta and everywhere, less so on Insta actually, but on social media, bad news just travels much quicker. Yeah. And therefore, I don't know if you've watched The Social Dilemma yet on Netflix, but they we talk about, about it last week. Yeah. yeah, they talk about how quickly bad news goes and yeah. doesn't matter if it's fake or real or what it is. It just if it's bad news, it gets yeah. out there so much quicker. This point was raised, though, last week, Alien, in relation to, for example, Phil Hogan, who we talked about. Right. So Phil Hogan was demonised. Mm. On the other hand, you had a few people in the corner going, this is going to be a big loss to Ireland because actually Phil Hogan has a lot of talent mm. and has done very well in negotiations regarding Brexit with America and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and um, but people don't seem to care about that anymore. It's just what did you do? Get them out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, how I, many? I mean, now becoming a minister for agriculture at the moment is a bit, a bit like becoming the drummer in Spinal yeah, Tap. I, it's 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 like only seconds before you're going yeah. to. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I believe there there that uh, actually the stationery Brian Cow- Barry Cowan's uh, personally embossed stationery had arrived the day that he left the office, so we never got a chance to use it at all. I think Derek O'Leary got three weeks out of his personally embossed stationery. So literally, <laughs> if you want to look at it like that, that's how quickly they were in. I mean, there are people who work in the Department of Agriculture who now have their fourth boss in the space of 12 months. Yeah, but Michael Cawley, for example, right? So he went off to Italy with his family on a holiday, okay? Now, instead of people saying, you're brilliant at what you do, you've contributed a lot and may contribute again, it was like, nah, you're a figurehead, you need to go. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's the easy targets. It's the demonising. It's the literally look look for their head on the doll gates straight yeah, away. It's blaming. And it, not only mm. blaming people for what they 
what they're doing are mm. transgressions, supposed transgressions. There are now people trying to blame people for not doing anything. So, for example, there was a famous video that went around uh, last week um, shot by somebody quite well known in the public eye. I won't mention her name now, get her into more trouble. But she shot the video of just people on the street in South William Street walking around during the day. And she went, lads, we have no chance at all. Now, I think she felt that that was going to be well supported on Twitter. But no, it was a pylon, a reverse pylon, a reverse cancellation. So people now are being blamed just for standing on the street or being called out for just standing on the street. Yeah. I mean, soon you'll be blamed for just sitting in your own house watching the television. <laughs> and the right thing is going... Goggle box offenders. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see them two on goggle box? They're all cancelled. And then they witness their own cancellation while yeah. watching television. <laughs> <laughs> Two goggle boxers were cancelled while watching themselves on television being cancelled watching television being cancelled. I actually thought, I don't know if you followed the, the, the Neffet, they looked at the couple who were in, I think it was in Galway, They what their weekend consisted of, how many people, how they gave COVID to 30 people. And they said they were in a restaurant, then they were in a bar, then they stayed over in a, in a, in a house and everybody got it. And they worked it out and they showed them the network of how COVID spread amongst 30 people from this one source. And I thought that, that, you know what, that's actually quite a positive thing from Neffet to show us this is how it's impacted. Unfortunately, when it went online, people were saying, that's a ridiculous social life. Even in ordinary times, that would be... No, in ordinary times, that's a very, very yeah. healthy limited, social life. Very limited, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, but it's just how things just keep seem to changing. Look, let's face it, people are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. There are guidelines yeah. there. They're, they're, and we do need to... Yeah. be in this together as you said well, Mary, exactly. but, but, you know, you know, those students you know they're 18 and 19 years of age you know they're gone to college they're gone to, a lot of them have gone to college in, in a, you know a city that they that they don't know they're trying to I mean I, I you know I, I put my hands in the air like if I was a student I'd been down the Spanish Arch mm-hmm. you know I mean I, I think most of us would yeah. I mean you know I mean they, 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 I, you know, we've taken so much from from students and we've blamed young people for so much, mm. totally undeservedly, mm. when so much has been taken from them. Alien, there's a few texts coming in. Couldn't agree more. I'm a parent of teenagers and I'm so proud of how they managed all of this. Let's stop mm. bitching about everyone yeah. else and just mind our own house. I totally agree with that lady. That lady's alien. People need to stop demonising students mm. as they're suffering so much and they're easy targets and all this shaming and finger pointing needs to stop. Mm. The terrorising of the elderly continues, Mario. The result is more deaths from fear and panic. Also, my Michael Cawley was an amazing chairman of an organisation I work in. So inspirational and staff focused, he will be missed. So I guess the, 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 the theme, if I'm getting it right here, guys, is we are actually all in this together. And when we're all in this together, let's have some consideration for each other, some sympathy for each other, a little bit of empathy. And just, as somebody said here, mind your own house. I, I think uh, along with masks, people should now be forced to wear gloves so they can stop pointing fingers. <laughs> like, I actually think that's what we need to do. Very good, OK. So a positive message, Aileen. Yeah. Let's leave each other alone. And, and 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 we are all in this together. And stop using that expression like we are all in this together if you don't actually mean it. Fair play. 